What's up? What it do? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, and welcome to the Gamers Den. No intro today because it's been a lot of breaking news and important news dropping all week, and I'm actually making this episode a little earlier than I would normally do because it's just too much that needs to be talked about, and it's like, yo, let's just, just go ahead and get it before anything else come out, that way we can get this talked about and started so something new i'm about to be doing is quick hits and quick hits is just mentioning you know a little little whatever you know quick stuff to just gloss over before we get into the main topics because y'all know i don't like having these being 45 minutes long <laughs> so let's get into the quick hits starting off with ea ea is reviving their college football ncaa now I like football. You already know I like football. I stream that when it was free on Stadia. Streams is still up. I'm, I'm going to clip those and put some highlights out as well. But, um, yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. Fans and people have been asking for it for years now. I think I saw on Twitter somebody was like, they've been playing NCAA 14 or whatever for like eight years now. And I'm like, God dang, bro. Like, that's a long time. But, um, yeah. Next. Sony is being reported that Sony has sold 4.5 million PlayStation 5s last year in 2020. Now, to me personally, that number seems mad, mad low. But given the pandemic and they was already reporting way before they even started pushing sales to retail and online, that the resources to make this stuff was going to be scarce and kind of hard due to the pandemic and just all these problems in the world to begin with. So... That and last but not least for quick hits, we have now y'all know I talk about shoes on here. Every now and again we, we pull up some shoes. Nike dropped some new stuff, right? And it's called the Nike Go Fly the Nike Go Fly Ease. Now I saw it, I was like, oh hold on, this is fire. So let's go ahead and you know look at it right now. Wait, wait, wait. All right, hold on. I almost prematurely started it. So I'm about to mute this because, you know, I don't, I don't want to get strict for the, for the music or whatever, but we gonna, now we're going to look at it. So hold on, let me restart this. Let me restart this. Okay, so yeah, that's what I thought. That's hard. See, I like that. Hands-free shoes. I mean, of course they... Hands-free shoes. Hands-free shoes. What else they gonna be? What else are they gonna be? I, I, I ain't think we did this. It's called the Nike Go Fly Ease. Yeah, you just slip them on and... Yeah. There's a bi-stable hinge in order for the shoe, dot, 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 to be fully secure, either open or closed. So all you need to put them on is your feet. Slipping your shoes on and running out the... Okay. Okay, okay, so they do got an all-black pair. That's all I wanted to know. I bet you they ain't got them in the size 14, though. They never got the fresh and fly shoes in size, oversized 13. They never do. 
They never got him oversized 14. Y'all need to stop that. I'm gonna start suing y'all. So I'm gonna I'm punch one of you executives. I see y'all. Like why you ain't why you ain't make this for size 14? But yeah, that that's pretty much it for uh quick hits, you know what I'm saying? I do like them shoes, you know, technology and shoes, all that good jazz. But um yeah. But yeah, but that's it gonna be it for quick hits. Now, let's move on to the main topics, starting with Google Stadia. And how ironic it is when I make the claim your free games video that I planned on starting to do every month like I did last month. Oh, Google is shutting down all of their studios. Google is shutting down the, the whatever, whatever, whatever. So by now, if you don't live under a rock, you've heard the news and seen the headlines that Google Stadia is dying. Google Stadia is dead. Stadia trash, being trash. You've been seeing people saying this trash has been trash since forever. And you know that they shut down SGE Studios. Now, what this means is that they're not going to be creating their own games anymore for the Stadia platform. So Google is not going to create exclusive games for the Stadia platform, which was one of the things a lot of the people that was interested in fans of the platform and just Stadia were interested in. And that was one of the draws to it a part of streaming while playing and all of that stuff. So what does that mean for Stadia? Um, Stadia isn't dead by any means. It just becomes another platform like the Amazon and the other giant. It just becomes another platform to where you can play the same games that we already got on console, Epic, Steam, whatever the case. Now, does that mean, now what is to happen to the 400 plus games that was supposed to be coming to Stadia? You know, beginning this year and so on. I would assume we still getting some of those, but you know, who knows? We have to see. Now, um, this this also means that you know, because there there's been articles and they've came out and made the statement saying that um, you know, the statement that um, you know, oh, this is going to cost us you know a lot more than what we already invested in stuff like that to create games and stuff like that because y'all got to keep in mind these big triple a games these these independent studios and big company studios it takes more than one year two years three years to make a, a game let alone a good game at that like how long do y'all think god of war was in in development like how long was cyberpunk for a prime example was in development for the execution at launch for it to be god-awful ass. Like, you know, not to say that the game is god-awful ass because it's, it's not. It's just the execution and the launch of it was, was, was trash. You know what I'm saying? And it's no excuse with CD Projekt Red because y'all been working on the game for seven to eight years. So the fact that you've been working on this pre-COVID and you should have the bulk, if not the meat and potatoes of it done to the point where you could put it out and there's no problem. But apparently there was problems. So, you know, they said it would cost a lot in, in uh, various and multiple articles. And I bring up this article now. It's probably been sitting up on the screen for a hollow minute. But I bring this up because I also did some digging. And I come to find out that, you know, Google's cloud business lost more than five point something, $5.5, $5.6 billion. Now, I feel like that plays into the reason why they also wanted to stop this stuff with Stadia, too. Because five point something billion dollars is a lot of money. Let's not just gloss over that. And because their parent company, you know, 
you know, it's, and this was an annual loss that they took a five point whatever billion dollars. So this is what they lost last year, you know, and this is not just the stadium platform because they're getting into the cloud game, like the, the cloud service game. So, you know, this streaming, this cloud service game and all these streaming platforms, Hulu's, Netflix's, Google's, YouTube's, even though Google owns YouTube, um, a whole bunch of other stuff. It's it's not like none of this stuff is easy by anything, but a lot of this stuff takes time and money to get going and fly up off the runway. So, you know, they they lost that and they even generated, you know, three point eight billion in sales off their cloud, um, off their cloud services and whatever, you know, this past year or so. So, you know, to to take that type of loss. And then, you know, you shut down the studios because you realize that it's going to take a long, not a long time, but it's going to take a lot of money to produce exclusive gaming content for your platform. And it's going to take years of developing these games. They probably, now this is an assumption. I would assume they looked at this and was like, yeah, let's just cut it. Now, the thing, the reason why that this isn't ain't a big deal for Stadia is because people on the other side of the fence, and I'm talking about the consumers and everybody, we were already wondering, like, okay, well, when y'all going to get Call of Duty and these big AAA games that's popping right now, you know, and because they, they got some big games, but not really the, the meat and potatoes of what everybody is gravitating to. They don't have a Fortnite. They got PUBG, you know what I'm saying? But they ain't got no Apex, I, I think, or they might, I don't know. But, you know, they ain't got no Call of Duty. They ain't got, you know, they ain't got the big, the big, the big boys. They ain't got them. So, you know, they, they just going to go back to focusing on that. And that was kind of their business model in the first place. But just, you know, just from this and how, you know, they've been dealing with this service and um, this the, uh, the cloud service and all of that. I mean, I think business-wise, this was just the right move to do. It being like, okay, yeah, let's just cut this shit. Now, this does suck for the developers and the existing developers that was there because you were already working on something. You excited? You got sold a dream? Like, hey, we about to do this? Da 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 And now it's like, hey man, we we shutting studios down over here and over there. Sorry, bro. It, it is what it is. You know, it kind of sucks. So moving on to the next main topic, we have Borderlands. Now I know y'all like, oh my god, here this motherfucker go again about this goddamn Borderlands, right? No, 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 no. Hear me out, because I, I was valid last time. I'm going to be valid this time, right? So, apparently, Gearbox, right, has done a merger with Embracer Group. Now, apparently, well, if you don't know who Embracer Group is, they're, uh, you know, a group, whatever. They're like a Swedish gaming-related company, whatever. And they're the ones that bought or acquired THQ, THQ Nordic and all of that. So, yeah, so now this, this little partnership or, um, you know, whatever the case with, um, gear, with a Gearbox. And, you know, I don't know what to expect because like, when, you, when I think of THQ Nordic, you know, I think of wrestling games, you know what I'm saying? And they do have Saints Row and all that, and they got Darksiders. Them is the first three things that come to my mind. Darksiders is probably the better franchise. Well, actually, no. Wrestling would be the better franchise stat-wise and probably just period because it's been around for decades. Like, they even had games on the 64. THQ been out here. Um, but then they'd go Darksiders and then Saints Row. Yes, I will put Darksiders over Saints Row just for the simple fact. 
it's just a better game. You know, Saints Row is just a, a GTA clone to a degree. So, um, yeah, you know, in this deal, merger, whatever, is worth about $363 million in cash and stocks that the, um, you know, the article is saying from Ars Technica, which is, y'all see me flipping up on the screen. Like, I, I just got to multitask, man. Y'all, y'all rocking with me because y'all rock with me. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so this is kind of shocking to me, especially with Gearbox being an independent game studios. Now, for so much a time, they've produced Borderlands 1, 2, pre-sequel, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, they put out Godfall. They got, you know, a couple other titles and all of that. So they put, you know, and just more games. They got, you know, a nice little catalog on them. They got standalone franchises. They got that. It's just Embracer Group is what, who and what I question more out of all of this, right? Same thing with Darksiders. I'm a Darksiders fan. I like Darksiders. I played Darksiders 1, fell in love with the game. You know, I liked it, whatever the case, for the time it came out. Darksiders 2, it was better than the first one. We got to play as Death because, you know, it's the Four Horsemen. So once, you know, we, we played number two, everybody was like, okay, well, even from one. Everybody was like, okay, cool. Each game, we're going to get to play as one of the Four Horsemen. And we all want to play as Strife, which is what we hope we get to do when DS4 comes out. Because y'all pulled our leg with Genesis, and that was some bull. I'm up here thinking, yeah, I, I'm, I'll definitely waste my money. Here we come. We've been waiting. No, nah, it's some, some filler shit, but whatever. Um, you know, it's just, it's the same thing with DS4. Like, what is going to be the quality of this game? Because Darksiders 3, I like Darksiders 3. It, it had to grow on me over time. You know, I just didn't like it right out the gate. Um, mechanic, gameplay-wise, uh, you know, dark, I kind of want to favor Darksiders 2. Granted, I haven't played Darksiders 2 in a while, but, you know, Darksiders as a whole franchise of game. It has some pretty cool mechanics, and the feel of the game when you play it is really good. So the same thing goes for Darksiders 3. It was really, really good. Um, things like that is just the character. Everybody just, oh, it's Fury. and da, da, da. I think, you know, Fury was a dude at first, and they changed it to a chick. I don't know. Um, but regardless, you know, like I said, the whole game as a whole, it grew on me over time. So Fury is just whatever. Um, you know, just same thing with Borderlands 3. I mean, with Borderlands as a whole, right? You got... Borderlands 1, all right, it's cool, it's good, you you captivated by the game, you went to the game, good. Then you got Borderlands 2, it's like, okay, now we, we hear better gameplay mechanics, better guns, better everything, better storylines, you know, we'll continue in the story from 1, oh, it's better, da-da-da, pre-sequel, now we got Borderlands 3. Borderlands 4, I've already been saying in multiple videos, tweets, whatever the case, that this just cannot be a flop. It cannot be a flop because I'm thinking of the legacy of Borderlands, right? You, We all know how you'll go to Target, Best Buy, Walmart, hell, even GameStop, and there'd be like a book of a game, right? It'd be like a, a book with the game. Like, what, what, what can I grab or something? Uh, I ain't got nothing in here to grab. Well, fuck, we gonna grab Harley Quinn as an example. We, you know, a book of games and stuff like that, and it'd be like, the Mega Ultra Edition, and it'll have all the games on there, plus the DLC disc and whatever, and it'll be like four or five games of the franchise or whatever. Borderlands is one of those games where when it's all said and done and the Borderlands franchise is finally over, it'll pop up on Epic, Steam, 
and physical disc copies of, okay, this is the ultimate mega vault hunter pack. All of the all Borderlands games, all DLCs, seventy five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like some something like that. You know, is Borderlands four can't flop quality wise? Cause Borderlands three, yeah, just quality wise. So with this deal, this merger, um, you know, just you know, Randy Pitchford, he is still going to be ahead of Gearbox and. You know, in the article, it says pretty much nothing much is going to change. You know, he maybe put out he put out a statement and stuff like that. And he think, you know, working with Embracer Group would be cool and stuff like that. So, I mean, we can only see the results and what happens from this deal. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. And with that being said, that's going to do it for this episode of the Gamers Den, man. I hope y'all liked it. If you did like it, make sure you leave a like and subscribe. Hit all the links in the description below to support the channel outside of liking and subscribing. And um, I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Peace.